Welcome to My Heart, His Words, a Mad Lab Studios production. This is a podcast that pushes pause on life just long enough to focus on a moment and capture the beauty in it. Thank you for joining us for Episode 12. My husband has said it often, things could be so much worse. Even as Nick fought cancer, we celebrated his lack of intense pain, his joyful spirit, his constant smile, our friends and family who surrounded us with prayer and love 24-7. In the midst of suffering, there was always so much good. This morning, as I read Job 11-14, through it was very clear. Job was in a rut, having a pity party, feeling as if God had hidden his face forever. In Job 14.1, he even says, Man born of woman is of a few days and full of trouble. There was no indication that Job felt things could get any worse, and his friend Zophar wasn't much help. He even said, Put away the sin in your hand. Allow no evil to dwell in your tent. Then you will surely forget your trouble. There's nothing quite like a friend who thinks you must be doing something wrong for your life to be so hard. I've been where Job is this morning. I've gone to bed sad and woken up even sadder. I've felt as if the world was against me. I've wondered where God is in my day-to-day life. Life hasn't always been easy. But I've also gone to bed sad and woken up thankful. I've heard my husband's words, life could be so much worse, and believed them. I've taken the things in my life that are the most difficult to face, and I've somehow seen them as blessings. I don't know how, but I do know it's happened time and time again. Maybe that's why I fight so hard when something else is coming my way that I really don't want to face. Deep inside, I know I'll be okay. Deep inside, I know everything will work out for good in his time. Like a toddler put to bed against his or her own wishes, I've eventually fallen into a peaceful sleep. I'm not sure when this moment happens, but it eventually does every single time. When I face something tough, I have to make a choice, a choice I find difficult, but a choice I never regret, ever. I have to surrender. I have to pry my fingers off of whatever part of my life I'm gripping so tightly my knuckles are white and my hands ache. I have to let go. And I have to trust the one who holds everything in his hands more tightly and more securely than I ever could. In January, I chose the word surrender as my word for the year. What was I thinking? Arms open, I gave God my entire life as 2019 began. But if I'm 100% honest, I've spent the past eight and a half months fighting to get it back. This morning, as I read the words of Job and then read the next chapter in Made for This, the book my Sunday school class is studying right now, I was struck by a phrase Jenny Allen recalled hearing from a professor in seminary school, embrace the tension. I've been sitting here for a while this morning thinking about those three words. I am a peace-at-all-costs kind of person, so tension is something I avoid, whatever it takes, even if it means personal agony. So, embracing tension sounds dreadful. But Jenny talks about the fact that no matter how difficult life may be, God has given us enough to handle it. Allowing the mystery of His will to run up against our own desires requires being okay with the struggle to make sense of it at all. 
I'm reading through another book right now in mindfulness called Wherever You Go, There You Are. This book is all about paying attention to your heart and being still enough and brave enough to listen to it. And maybe that's where everything intersects. Job's still here, sitting in ashes, embracing the tension, fully being right where he is. And that's where I want to be today. A lot has changed in my life this year, more change than I thought possible in a few short months. I've fought a lot of it internally all along the way. But day by day, God has been doing His work while I've tried to stop Him. And I'm finally reaching a place of peace again, a peace that truly does pass understanding. I'm not sure why I'm surprised. One of my favorite passages is Philippians 4, 6-7, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. How can I love a verse and not live by it? I'm thankful this morning. I saw a cross in the Wyoming sunrise, but realized it was just an electric pole positioned perfectly between two hills. Perspective truly is everything. I have so much to be thankful for, even on the most difficult of days. A little over a month before Nick passed away, he was lying on the couch between me and my mom, holding a cup of coffee and petting my mom's dog. As we sat there in the quiet, Nick rubbed Amber's head and said, Amber, this is the life. It truly is. Don't waste one more minute. Embrace the tension. Sit in the ashes for as long as you need to, but be fully present wherever you are, giving thanks way before it makes sense. Surrender it all, and I promise, you will feel a peace that passes understanding in his time. Well, Ben, welcome. Hello, Tammy. <laughs> Hello. A lot has happened since our last recording. Mm-hmm. I remember sitting with you and talking about a lot of different things I was struggling with. One, of course, was the death of my father, uh, which is still an ever-present daily thing that comes into my mind at times when I want to text him or just think that he would love to hear something that's going on in our lives. Um, Two, our son Todd got married. The wedding was beautiful, and uh, we love Jessalyn, our new daughter-in-law. Eric and Mallory and our granddaughter we're supposed to leave for France a couple weeks ago, but there was a holdup on their passports and visas, but they got them today. And so they will leave Saturday morning. And so we have two more nights with our little ginger snap. And um, we're going to have a tea party when I get home today, actually, with my two daughter-in-laws. And I'm excited about I'm a, that. I'm a little jealous. Well, I'm not going to lie. you know, I would jealous. invite you, but it would be awkward. It would be awkward. Yes. I'm uh, awkward. You, you, overall, maybe, yeah. with a teacup. Um, our son-in-law and our daughter accepted the job that I mentioned that they were looking at mm-hmm. and have taken the role Luke has as a student pastor with North Lake Community Church in Bellingham, Washington. And I want to give a shout out to North Lake Community Church in Bellingham, Washington, because they have been so wonderful to yeah. our daughter and son-in-law. Do, do, do people still shout out? Do I we... don't know. We may we may be beyond that. I maybe we. I are. mean, I'm I'm middle aged, so I, I'm yeah, behind that, the curb in that, most everything. I so. have no idea, but I'm still if, saying I'm still saying TMI. So. <laughs> if anyone's listening in Bellingham, Washington, just know that Tim and I 
appreciate and feel such a peace knowing that our daughter and son-in-law are in such good hands. They have been treated so kindly ever since they arrived. Fantastic. And Tim and I helped them move. Mm -hmm. So in the last two weeks, we have spent 2,702 miles in a car traveling across country. It took us five days to get there. We made a few stops on the way to see things I'd never seen before, like Mount Rushmore, the Badlands, Yellowstone. No, I'm officially jealous. I'm sorry. Yellowstone National Park. It really, we, drew, we do live in a, a beautiful country. That we do. Uh, I think Montana might have been my husband's favorite, um, but they were all gorgeous. Uh, so, and you're still married. We're still married. That. We're that's, still that's married. Great. And we stayed in the same car all of the trip, except for about three hours I rode with my son-in-law. So I am kind of proud of that. Uh, but we flew home and now we're back in the groove of our jobs. And uh, now, you know, I, I appreciate a text from my daughter. I uh, am definitely glad to see Todd and Justin when they stop by. But life is sort of settling down into a new normal which I really didn't want. (laughs) And a new normal that Saturday evening is going to be even more new Mm -hmm. because our granddaughter has lived with us for two and a half months. And she has brought so much energy and life to our house. And uh, so I just know that we're going to have to adjust just like we've adjusted to all the other changes. And uh, so I guess this morning, actually, I wrote this blog post that, that I just read, Perspective is Everything, uh, because I, I was using another chronological Bible when this year started. I, I made, I don't know if we should make vows anymore to God, but when Nick passed away in 2008, I had never read through the Bible in a year. I had tried several times, but I got to Leviticus and I was like, yuck. I don't, you couldn't put it I down, can't, could I, no, you? Oh yeah. It was, yeah, it was captivating. Riveting. Exactly. I just too many sacrifices, too many rules. And I would just stop. But I decided when Nick passed away that I was going to read through the Bible every year until I saw Nick again in heaven. And so I've changed up my Bible from year, year to year, sometimes using the message, sometimes NIV. And this year I tried a, a new Bible. Um, Honestly, it was really because it was it had a leather cover, which is a really shallow reason. And I think I learned my lesson because it, it doesn't have the days marked, you know, September 1st, September 2nd. And so my accountability went way down. My summer got really crazy and I really got behind. And so I decided, you know what, I'm going to pull out the Bible that I was most successful with. And I'm just starting with the day that I'm on. And when I get a chance, I'll go back and read the other parts that I've missed. So I opened the Bible on Monday, September 9th, to start again. And, uh, of course, the book of Job was the book that I was in. And I've already read it in the other chronological Bible. So I'm like, really? I have to read Job twice in one year. But I knew that God knew. I felt like Job. (laughs) And so it has been uh, good for me the last few days to wake up early again and do this before I go to work and realize how important my perspective is and how I, I have to make a choice every single day to see how God's working and to see that he has a plan and to see that parts of it are way out of my control and that's okay. So when I knew that we were going to record our next podcast today, I you know, I thought about looking back at some old blog posts that I've written, um, but 
I just, I felt like after our last podcast episode where I kind of was in a very raw, um, unsteady state that this probably needed to be the blog post that I read. Because I, I do want people that are listening to know, if you listen to episode 11, that I've come a long way since episode 12. I've wrestled a lot with God and... Um, Really, like Jacob, I just kind of decided I'm not going to stop wrestling until I get a little bit of a blessing. Now, also like Jacob, I feel like I'm going to limp for the rest of my life, but I have made it on the other side of a lot of the things I was struggling with. And so I guess today I would love for you to just kind of talk a little bit about, as a pastor, about perspective. I um when I read what you sent earlier mm-hmm. today and talked about the possibility of us doing this, I, um, I number one, I loved it, was was thrilled with it, because I do feel like this is almost like a natural progression from our last episode. Mm-hmm. And I was immediately taken back to 13, 14 years old, okay. uh, going to one of the uh, local state parks here that we have, uh, the, the swimming pool oh. there. And... Um, just simply because I felt so much stronger in the swimming pool because I was able to impress the ladies nice. with uh, who I could pick up oh. you know, in the kind of the deep end Plus of the you got to pick pool. them up. Well, you know, that, <laughs> trying to keep it PG here, Tammy. Um, but we were able to, you know, I was able to pick things up underwater. Mm-hmm. And whenever you do that, they're lighter yes. underwater. Yes. Uh, they're still the the weight, but there's something about the water that lessens the gravitational pull, which lessens the specific gravity of an object, and it makes it lighter. You're also a scientist. Yes, in my own mind. <laughs> I'm impressed. In my own mind. But it, but you're right. Mm-hmm. So you know, I I did a sermon illustration one time about the some of the effects of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. in our lives, and I took a bowl of water. And I took two large rocks, and okay. outside of the water, I took the rocks to, together, and I clanged them together, and you could hear them violently crashing mm-hmm. together. You, mm-hmm. could, you could see the pieces flying off of them. You could see the violence of the collision. And then I took these two rocks, the same mm-hmm. rocks, and I immersed them in water, put them underwater, and I did the same thing with the same amount of force. Oh. And there was, there was still a collision there was still an impact and there was still this this violence mm-hmm. that was happening in that moment mm-hmm. when the two collided but the friction the tension mm-hmm. the impact was lessened as a result of being immersed mm. in the water i love that and i think that's the same thing that's one of the roles of holy spirit in our lives mm-hmm. is when we're going through these moments of what we feel like are collisions Mm -hmm. that we feel like is just absolute, um, you know, just two things colliding together and both of them being compromised. And we feel like our lives or aspects of our lives are being one of those areas that's compromised. And neither one of them wants to give. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And when you are in Christ Mm -hmm. and when you have his Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. dwelling in you, it doesn't remove the tension. Mm -mm. It doesn't remove the moments in life Mm -mm. that you just, you, let's just be honest, that you hate sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Um, Some some moments that are never going to make sense to you. um, That is where faith comes in. It's like, God, I don't like this. I'm never going to like it. But I trust you. But I trust you. I don't understand it. may never right. understand yeah. it, but I trust you. Mm-hmm. 
the Holy Spirit lessens that. It gives almost kind of a buffering feature that we still go through these difficulties. Mm -hmm. We still fight battles. Mm -hmm. We still face circumstances and situations that we would rather not, but we no longer fight alone. I love that. And there will be moments that we don't understand, Mm -hmm. and maybe we will never understand. Mm -hmm. But that's where the faith in God and the trust in Him of His comforter being in our lives plays such an integral role in us getting through these things. That's powerful. So I think that, you know, you were talking about in your devotion that you don't like tension. Mm -hmm. I know Um, I don't. (laughs) You know, coming from, so I I don't mind it, um, but I will always try. I don't like unhealthy tension. Okay, there you go. I I like healthy tension. I think the Bible is full of of healthy tension that it should lead our lives into. Mm -hmm. And Everyone listening to this, we're at the beginning of September. Right now, it feels like August outside. Right, but, it does. But of the nights, it's really starting to cool down a little yes, bit. Yes, we're, we're starting to see a little bit of a change mm-hmm. in the leaves. Mm-hmm. The thing with a seasonal change mm-hmm. is that you never go to bed in in the throes of summer and then wake up and it's completely fall. No. There are always, and the summer to fall is kind of a mild transition. And even fall into winter is somewhat of a mild transition. It is. It's a little bit harsher than the one we are now. But, but it takes then, some time. But it takes some time. But then winter coming into spring is is violent. It's bursting You know, you, you have one season that's trying to push itself in mm-hmm. and another season that's trying to hang on. Mm-hmm. And you have this natural tension. And I think it's the same for us. And it's just a matter of what are you depending on in the spiritual season or the life seasonal changes I, that you have. I really love that. I, I was thinking just about Jesus being called the living water and how, you know. Well, one of the descriptions of the Holy Spirit is it's like water. You know, he's I, like water, he's like fire, he's like wind, he's like a dove. I mean, that's that's yes, some of the descriptions. Yeah. But one of them is is that he is like water. Yeah. Um, and not only does water choose the path of least resistance, mm. it also aids in the amount of resistance that we face too. I love that. And I was just picturing just almost like the erosion of a land as mm-hmm. it cuts out a creek or something and how the Holy Spirit can sometimes take off, I think, some of those rough edges of us that are really not so pretty, which I've had several of lately. <laughs> um, and so I'm thankful um, to be filled with the Holy Spirit and know that I'm not walking through this life or this th- season alone. As we're kind of, you know, wrapping things up, thinking about uh, the things I was feeling this morning, the things that uh, Job was facing, uh, the Holy Spirit and water and how he does soften these tensions in our life. I guess I'm just, I'm thinking about who might be listening. Uh, There might be some people listening who have it easy right now. Mm -hmm. And maybe this doesn't even, you know, strike any kind of chord at all. There may be some people listening who are thankful that they're filled with the Holy Spirit and they're going, yeah, this chapter of my life or some chapter has been really hard, but thank goodness I've had that comforter, that softening blow from the tension. But there may be somebody who's listening who is saying, I don't know what you're talking about because I don't, I don't really know the Holy Spirit. I don't, I've never really thought about that. And so I guess 
I guess I'm just thinking that if there is somebody listening who is at that point in their life where they really are curious, maybe they're struggling and they really do feel hopeless, um, that this podcast may be the catalyst for stepping into a church on Sunday, making a phone call to a church, calling a friend who they feel like maybe gets it a little bit and they've always kind of watched them and wondered. Um, And maybe this podcast will spur some of us who have friends and family in our life who maybe seem like they're trying to walk through some tough stuff alone to have, I guess, the courage the to, I, here's the tough thing, Ben. I, I don't ever want anybody to feel like, and I think sometimes this happens, we have it all together. Christians have it all together. <laughs> that <laughs> we've obviously got, not met either one of <laughs> exactly, us. Exactly, that's that. what I was yeah. thinking. But you know that that we have all the answers, or that they've been wrong. Um, it's it's so much different than that. This is so much more about needing help. I wake up every morning. I love the verse. You know, I rise before dawn and cry for help. Mm-hmm. My hope comes from His Word. I. I can't make it through one day without knowing that there's more to this life than just my feet going in front of me, the people around me being the people that are just here for no reason except that we just happen to be put on the planet at the same time. Um, I have to believe there's a story so much bigger than my story. You know, we live in a a selfie kind of world Mm -hmm. where... I think our story, you know, we have Instagram story, we share our story. Facebook story, we share our story. Um, and that that's fine. People probably sometimes laugh or cry or whatever when they see each other's stories. But it's so cool to remember that we're just minor characters mm-hmm. in God's story. And we're all trying to help each other. And so because of this podcast, anybody that's listening suddenly is a minor character in our life, and we're a minor character in theirs. Well, it'll, they can never take us out of their life. They can't erase this time, and we can't erase what we're putting out there. Oh, I guess we could delete it, but that would be weird. Um, but I, I, just, I just don't want anybody to turn this podcast off and feel like this is for somebody else and not for them. Right. Would you mind if I prayed? That'd be awesome. Okay. Father, we, um, we just thank you so much for who you are for loving us, for being merciful and being kind and gracious to us. God, I just pray for the hearts that are listening to this right now, that God, that may feel like this this particular episode has spoken directly uh, to them, to situations, circumstances in their life. God, I would would just ask that you, uh, your presence would would just go to them Mm -hmm. and would just uh, engulf them in your love. Father, for those that uh, that things may be going well right now, uh, God, this is this is something that we all know that uh, life ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if there's nothing that this can apply to in their life right now, hide this, your mm-hmm. words, uh, and the comfort of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. down deep into their heart, because there will come a time that uh, that struggles will happen, tensions will rise, mm-hmm. and um, and conflict will result. And Father, in those moments, I just pray that we have the wisdom to fall back into your arms mm-hmm. and, uh, and rely completely and totally on you. God, mm-hmm. we're so thankful for your son. It's in yes. his name we pray. Amen. Amen.
Thank you so much for joining us today for episode 12 of My Heart, His Words, a podcast that pushes pause on life just long enough to focus on a moment and capture the beauty in it. We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. If you have, please subscribe. We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcast. Now we can be found on both Spotify and iHeartRadio or wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. If you'd like to connect with us, you can do so via email at myhearthiswordspodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to connect with you Mm -hmm. on Facebook where you can search us out at myhearthiswords. Also on Twitter, you can find the podcast by the handle of at myhearthisword1, at myhearthisword1. Or you can find me, Ben James, at sbjames2494. Or you can find Tammy at... I love pennies. She wasn't getting the cues that I was giving her there with my hand extended. I love pennies. That that goes back to a whole other story I'll share another time. But my Twitter name is at I love pennies. There you go. We would love to get any type of review, share, uh, whether it be on Facebook, Twitter, any type of social media. Or if you just tell your friends, hey, if they ask you, hey, are you listening to any kind of really cool, hip, trendy (laughs) podcast right now? And you say, you know what? Actually, I am. Give that that gal at My Heart His Words podcast a try. And there you go. Yeah. Thank I think you. I think we should end now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. Bye. <laughs>